Across Southern California, an unprecedented full-on assault from Mother Nature. The entire region under tropical storm watches and warnings for the first time ever. The effects of the storm stretching from the coast through the desert. Hillary dumping heavy rain, too much, too fast, leading to flash flooding. Roads swallowed by the water, trees and power lines pushed over by gusting winds. This rock slide, a result of soil washed away by rushing waters. A 5.1 magnitude earthquake in Ventura County. The two events, according to seismologists, not connected. Most hoping for a return to California sunshine so things can dry out and they can start to clean up the mess Hillary leaves behind. Now, forecasters say things should clear up by at the latest midday here, and that will allow teams to get into some of the harder hit areas and fully assess the damage. In Santa Clarita, I'm Jay Gray. Jay Gray. What if he's related to Jennifer? I'm Jay Gray. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate the reporting there from yeah. Well, Mother Nature's got a wire brush up her ass, doesn't she? Fuck yeah. She's got a Brillo pad up the crack of her ass, scrubbing you and me right the hell out. <laughs> Oh, man. So what is it, folks? Lake Mead, do you want fucking water or not? Huh? Yeah. Quit bitching and deal with it. Haven't most of you out there been praying for this? Yeah. You've been praying for this shit. Well... I'd love to hear your explanation. Your fucking prayer has been answered, asshole. What, and now you're being pissy? Are you being a fucking ingrate? Huh? Are you really trying to find someone to blame? My God, you people are hopeless. I remember when I used to live out there, if I recall, every time I went to the Catholic church, and I'm not even Catholic, but a friend of mine, a future father, was you know, in the seminary. Anyway, you were bitching and praying for rain back then. Here you go. You got the mother load. All the prayers have been answered. God heard you. What'd you do, sit there with your thumb in your ass? Ah, you ain't gonna fucking give it to us. So why pray for it? Ha! All right. That's headline number one, fuckers. Yep, you found it. Stand the Joke Man Show. Vivek Ramaswamy, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he's he's of Hindu faith, okay? He's a GOP political candidate, presidential candidate. He's running for office, and of course, the conservatives are absolutely turning on him. They're attacking him. They're attacking how he speaks to God. 
Yeah. They're attacking his faith. He believes in God just like they do. He just prays differently. That is absolutely okay. But the radicalized extremists, anti-democracy, Christian right, ooh, they cannot have that. They're terrorists, folks. They use God, God's word and God's name to attack people, innocent Americans. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong right now in this country. You have people that are completely anti-American democracy. If you don't do it their way, you're the enemy and they want to attack you and hurt you and write laws against you and... Who are you to say how a man prays and speaks to God Almighty? They have a personal relationship that has nothing to do with you, and that's what drives you crazy. You can't control other people with your cynicism. You don't agree with how they pray, and it just drives you crazy that God accepts them. You're the only one that doesn't accept them, hateful. You. That's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. And you just won't have any of it. So you attack what you refuse to even give a chance or understand. You want to believe Jesus would side with you in attacking these people. It'd be your ass on the chopping block for being so hateful and mean and close-minded and cynical and ungodly. You are everything you claim to hate. You use God's name to attack these people. You. And in many cases, you're just flat out fucking cruel, intolerant and unforgiving. Doesn't sound very Christian to me at all. Your heart, your hatred, your cynicism, your meanness. What is wrong with you? You devote so much energy to hating what you have no business trying to control. You know, I'll say things on this show and I'll bump into people around town and they'll say, where do you get off saying that? They automatically assume I get off like they do. When Oklahoma Republican leaders write and Pass legislation under the cover of darkness attacking parents of disabled children, children who've been violently raped and are now pregnant, and they're stripping the rights away, just like the Taliban does, just like the radicalized extremists such as Al-Qaeda, Boko Haram, Hezbollah. Women have no say. They assume I get off on that shit like they do. Of course they get off on it. What other explanation could there be? Because they keep voting for these people, these devils. And they keep attacking these families. And they do it with glee. Heartless glee. And you fucking sick pricks get off on it. I don't get off on speaking out against them motherfuckers you put so much stock in. You get off on watching the hurt and pain they create. I do not. 
Sure you do. Then you give me the explanation because you keep voting for him. Rehearse out loud what you're going to say to God Almighty when you go before him and he asks why you ignored, why you were dismissive, you marginalized, and sometimes you even endorse these people. Give me the fucking excuse you're going to give God. I'm dying to hear it. Maybe I could rewrite it for you because you're in deep shit. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men, north or rich men, Lord knows it all. Just wanna have total control. Wanna know what you think. Wanna know what you do. And they don't think you know, but I know that you do. Cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end. Blue-collar, kind of almost a folk hero song that's really taken off out there on the East Coast. People are really loving it. Richmond, North of Richmond. And um, it's coming from a young man by the name of um, Anthony Oliver or Oliver Anthony. I'm not for sure. It's I hate people with two first names. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you, this young guy, he did put together a really good song. And, of course, the song, just listen to the lyrics. It's a good screaming bitch that... All young men have when they're young and making their bones. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, Anthony Oliver, but your story is not unique. You're not special. Sorry. You're not going through anything rougher than anybody else hadn't gone through before you. Yeah, when you're in your 20s and 30s, even in your early 40s, you're still struggling, trying to get shit paid off, caught up, just trying to, you're, yeah. Remember, a lot of the wounds you're suffering from are self-inflicted. One, let's start taking responsibility for that. And two, just so you know, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're making your bones. You're the low man on the totem pole. You're busting your fucking ass to shit wages, shit benefits. You're just trying to keep your head above water and take care of your family. If it was easy, everybody could fucking do it. Having said that, I love the song, and you keep writing them songs. I used to work in Richmond, Virginia. Sure. You bet your ass I did day labor there in Richmond, Virginia. You know what that is, Mr. Anthony? Well, that's where you go stand out on a street corner with a bunch of homeless guys, usually in a high industrial part of town, and you wait for site foremen to show up and flatbed pickups and trailers, and they'll pick guys that they think will be good workers, take you out to the work site, work your ass off all fucking day, and at the end of the day, you get a $10 bill. All day, me and another guy that were picked up off the street, set out at the work site where they were building a new high school gymnasium. They couldn't get the uh, flatbed trailer or lumber up there, so we had to muscle bands of 4 by 4s and 
studs and shingles and big sheets of plywood, no gloves. We had to carry shit up that hill all fucking day. <coughs> I had splinters in my butthole at the end of the day. But I was happy to get that $10 bill. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot to write a song about it. Not everybody forgot to write a song about it. My friend Johnny didn't forget. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. A woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. You better not try to stand in my way as I'm walking out the door. Take this job and shove it. the difference is though in songs he didn't just sit there whining and bitching about everybody else he took some own responsibility and realized yeah I was only working for the bitch she's gone so I don't need to work here anymore I fucking hate it here adios I'm gonna go do something else yeah and he took charge of his own life and he became Johnny Paycheck (laughs) that's right takes balls to fail folks Strength of character. It takes guts to fail. I'm not saying go into any new endeavor, negative and shitty. I'm just saying you ain't never going to win a fight if you aren't prepared to get your fucking face busted. Expect it. It's a matter of having the guts. You're just going to keep pissing in a fan, walking in a circle until you grow a pair and trust yourself. Believe in yourself that you can navigate it. Don't go into it unless you got a fucking contingency. Jeez Louise, do not fucking throw everything on the line and not have a way out. You never go into a fucking dope den without a way of egress. All your talent, all your brains, all your skills... You're making a tremendous amount of money for other people. I am so happy to see young men realizing that they can turn those talents around. Yeah, just like Luke Skywalker and make the shit work for you. I suppose you're programmed for etiquette and protocol. Protocol? What I really need is a droid who understands the binary language of moisture evaporators. Evaporators? Sir, my first job was programming binary load lifters. Very similar to your evaporators in most respects. Can you speak, Bocce? Of course I can, sir. It's like a second language to me. I'm a yeah, All right, shut up. I'll take this one. Shut up, sir. Luke! Take these two over to the garage, will you? I want them cleaned up for dinner. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now, come on, get to it. Fucking All right, come on. We'll get a six-pack on the way. That's right. Fuck that uncle. The uncle is an asshole. He's an anchor on Luke, and he is using him to work his ass off on uncle's farm so uncle benefits only. Yes, family is family, but then eventually you got to leave the family and live your own life. I'm talking about mom and dad. You get off the tit. Get off the tit. Live your own life. Walk your road. You know, I had a friend up in Tulsa one time, and no matter what job she took, no matter where she went, where she hung out, who she hung out with, things were just not turning for her at all. I said, you need a complete change of fucking environment. 
I'm happy that she, well, she. I don't know that she made the decision because of what I said, but she did take some action. Yeah. She picked up, she moved to Texas, and none of us can get her to come back. That's right. She went down there and created a whole brand new life, and she is still in our lives, and we are in hers. She just changed her environment, and she is so happy now. She is so happy. Sometimes that's what it takes. This show serves a purpose. I hope that I can give young people good advice so they don't fucking fall on their face. And even if they do, it's okay. I don't care if you're middle-aged and you fall on your fucking face. You have time to recover. You can recover. Who says? Somebody else? Fuck them. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Stan Leonard to me anytime or get in touch with me at Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook account, tough shit, it wasn't meant to be. Maybe our stars will cross some other time. By the way, I um, am not a psychiatrist, but I did spend one month in a coma, and when I woke up, I was um, different. Yeah, that's worth hearing out, right? Dear Stan, my preacher boyfriend keeps telling me I'm going to hell. I've been in a relationship with a wonderful man for two years. He's a minister. He and his late wife used to travel all over the world spreading the word. Well, traveling around telling people they're going to hell isn't spreading the word. I was baptized Pentecostal at a young age, but that is not something I believe anymore, and his constant preaching is exhausting. You need a new relationship. No one likes to be preached at, and don't be so arrogant. You think you can just pick and choose, and you know who's going to hell and who isn't. You see, people who think that way usually lack the true ingredient needed to be a real Christian. So, sounds to me like you need a new boyfriend. He needs to take a look, a long, hard look in the mirror as to why you became a minister. You don't want to be one of them false prophet fuckers, do you? Yeah. Dear Stan, I'm a gay man who's been in a relationship with Jake, Jake the Snake, for 42 years. We've had many difficult relationship challenges, but we have always stayed together and recently got married. Our recent issue is the uh, thermostat. Jake is cold when the temperatures in the summer is set low, 75 degrees. I suggest you use more covers or clothes to stay warm. I cannot do anything more than throw off all the covers and lie there sweating. Okay, here's my question. What does that have to do with gay? Why did you bring gay up? He insists I'm being unreasonable for wanting to have a cooler bedroom. I guess you need to ask him, what does that make me less gay? Does it make me less gay if I have it warmer in here, gay Jake? What does gay have to do with the temperature of the bedroom when you're sleeping at night? That's what I'm trying to wrap my mind around. What, do gay Jakes have to be stored at a certain temperature legally or something? This is a total relationship problem. You've all been really together for 42 fucking years? 42 years and you're still bitching over the thermostat? I got a solution for you. It's what I use. Box fan. My wife is a little more chilled to the bone than I am, so we'll keep the house at the temperature. It makes her feel good, but you can bet your ass and I sleep at night. I got a box fan blowing straight on me. Yeah. I've been using a box fan for over 40 fucking years myself, and I've never been happier. Doesn't have a fucking thing to do with gay, but you say it's a gay thing. I never heard of it, but congratulations. 
Dear Stan, my husband hates my two-year-old grandson. I have two grandkids, four-year-old granddaughter Emily and a two-year-old grandson Earl. My husband is not blood-related to them. He treats Emily like a princess but treats Earl badly. She can do no wrong. He can do no right. Anytime I have them both over, my husband says I have huge fights because of how he disciplines and ignores my grandson. He doesn't show Earl any of the love he shows my granddaughter. I tried to talk to him about it, and he says, why can't you get it through your head? I don't like boys. When I told him it hurts me, he just rolls his eyes. I see my options as not having my grandson over ending my marriage. Fuck yeah, you need to end that marriage. If your new squeeze granny can't contain or control himself around your grandchildren, you need a new fucking man. Yeah, stop being so desperate that you would let that prick come into your home and treat your family like that, bitch. It's you. Dear Stan, my wife constantly gaslights me. We have four children, one, three, four, and six, and we both work full-time. You know, that's the new trend word, gaslighting. Maybe you need to be lit up. I pull 90% of the weight at home. I do the majority of household chores and as much of the parenting. She's an awesome mom and owns the morning routine and the majority of the care of our one-year-old. But other than that, I do everything. She's an elementary school teacher, and she goes to bed at 7.30 each night after the kids go down. When I ask her why, she says it's because she has to serve others at work. When she gets home, she complains endlessly about her job and makes me feel guilty as though I force her to have one. When we moved to our current home, we agreed she needed to teach so our kids could go to school in the district. We have, a baby, we have had a babysitter only four times in six years. Please give me some advice. If she doesn't have to work, she probably shouldn't work. It might be a good idea to stop serving two masters. You guys either need to put your money together and get a nanny to take care of the house and the kids for you, or one of you is going to have to sacrifice career and job to stay home with them at least for the next five, six years. Sure. That's my advice. You're serving two masters. One of you is going to have to pick. Family or career? Good family balance. When my two youngest sons were born, Trish, she stayed home with them the first five years of their lives. I worked my ass off to make sure the bills were paid and the household stayed afloat. I was exhausted. I changed the oil in all the vehicles. I worked every fucking day to sun up to sundown, mowed the lawn, took care of the house, sat down with the checkbook, paid the fucking bills. She worked Equally as hard, if not harder, caring for each and every medical need of them children, feeding them, clothing them, bathing them. Yeah, devoting herself to them. It was a full-time fucking job, and we all played a part. There were some times she was just flat-out fucking exhausted and went to bed at six or seven. That was okay. I'll carry the weight. I'll get my rest this weekend. It was a group effort. It was a team, she and I, but we raised a great family. And now my wife and I are aging in place, getting our house ready for retirement. She raised the kids that first five, six years of life. Once we got them into school, she went back to work. That's right. We didn't serve two masters. I just worked my fucking ass off and at no time did Trish gaslight me. 
everything she ever said to me about work was 100% true. I worked my fucking ass off. And sometimes I didn't work enough. Sometimes she worked her ass off and sometimes she didn't work enough. That's okay. Balance, marriage, family, everybody putting in together. It's going to be bumpy from time to time, but we'll make it through. That's what a family is. The intimacy of family. The love of family. Nobody's gaslighting you, man. It's just life. And you're trying to make excuses for what you feel are shortcomings. I see no shortcomings at all. You're raising your family. They're still babies. One of you is just going to have to stop serving two masters. That's it. That's what I think anyway. I may not be right, and that may not be right for you. Just roll with it for a bit and see how it works out. If it doesn't work, hey, I was fucking wrong. (laughs) And you can blame me. Everybody needs somebody to blame these days. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man Show, a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios right here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Apple, iTunes, iHeart, just all over the freaking place, Amazon, Pandora, Stitcher. I appreciate you listening to me out there. Still up in the air about as to whether or not I want to take it all to YouTube or not, you know, and actually go on camera. I'm not quite there yet, but I I will tell you, I'd like to get past the book first. And coming up this Wednesday night, Chapter 15, Bombing Down Poinsettia, Immigration Birthday. That's right. Immigration Birthday, folks, coming up this Wednesday night, Bombing Down Poinsettia, 8 p.m. And the show itself will be back at high noon. Stand the Joke Man Show saying until then, bye, adios.